This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness, you guys! Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a preseason game. I'm about to say some stuff a little too hyped for a preseason game. I can feel it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winners Lounge. We're gonna record this one. We're gonna record this one and stream it live, guys. The Nuggets picked up a win, 116-102 over the Chicago Bulls. Their first. And at last preseason game in front of the hometown fans. And boy, did they put on a show, including and perhaps especially one, Julian Strother. I cannot wait. This is going to be the official hype cast of Julian Strother. Let's freaking go, We're going to be bringing it to you. This guy, is he the best player on the Nuggets? We're going to get to all of that. First, I got my guy, Brendan Vogt. I can't believe how much fun the preseason's been to watch so far. Before the first game, we joked about how we always hype things th- these things up. You're right. And then they're terrible. Great take. You know what? I'm having a great time, fellas. Dude, I'm feeling it as well. Uh, over here, another guy who's... <laughs> you actually weren't feeling it for a moment there in the second half. But then Julian well, Strother de- delivered even no, more three-pointers for Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, that second half sucked. But... The Julian Denver, Strother did not. No, but he was incredible in the first half. I feel like I'm going to drink strawberry milk every night that I watch the Denver Nuggets. That's going to be my that new really, thing. That's what you think of when you hear Strother. You yeah, hear dude, strawberry I'm, milk. Well, it, it's so sweet. You drink it through a straw. And uh, I'm going to get, uh, I'm gonna get uh, protein and diabetes. <laughs> Somebody whose intro day. is guaranteed to be better than that last one. <laughs> we'll see about that. That was, <laughs> that was more like it. That was more like it. Denver Nuggets basketball return. Let's uh, go back to the Mile High City. Um, and they looked like the Denver Nuggets. That was fun. They did look like the Denver they Nuggets, sure man. They might look like the best Denver Nuggets. Holy I don't shit. know, man. I'm Dude. getting a little excited. Uh, a little why, can I ask a real question? Why play the season? Why even play it, man? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Get the dude? parade going. Guys, we're going to do a fast breakdown. That's also back on the show. It's a pretty short one because it is preseason. How did this game begin, you might ask? You, maybe you missed the game. You missed mm, the first play mm, of the game. Mm, mm. What, did you believe that Nikola Jokic took a Sambor shuffle and what? drained it? Was the it first? Hang play? on, though. Was it from the right baseline? Oh, the right. You know the one. No. You know the one. Come little, on. Little, deep. Uh, yeah, kind of a deep one. Doesn't matter. Just drained it. Uh, Andre Drummond could do nothing. He pulled an Anthony Davis. He just laughed. Yeah, he like looked back at him like, bro, that's 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 dope. Uh, Murray was slinging passes. My God, Murray's passing game just continues to be so unbelievable. Patrick Williams on fire. The Bulls were actually up for most of the first game uh, part of the quarter because <laughs> Patrick Williams couldn't miss. Oh my God. Um, but Julian Strother, first highlight of the game. A block at the rim, bro. Like uh, uh, one of those ones that you were like, "Oh, so they scored, right?" And he comes, saves the possession on of the Julian monster. Strother. 
don't even bother. <laughs> oh, man. See, that's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right, Dev? Like, wow. That one's good. Strawberry that, milk. That, stretch. Yeah, Strawberry, yeah, strawberry milk. Bother. Stretch. Yeah. Don't even bother. That was a, that was a freestyle? <laughs> yeah. That was a freestyle, hey, dude. Leave it to the professionals. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he has another up his sleeve. We'll find <laughs> <laughs> out. So hey, Kel, can we, can we the start show? the show over? Oh, okay. <laughs> can we just end the show? <laughs> Uh, Jokic and the Youngins. Dude, Adelman was in his bag tonight. You want to talk about who had to give himself a night? David Adelman uh, puts Jokic out there with Pickett, Hunter, Strother, and Peyton. How fun was that? That was fun. 25-24 Nuggets. You go into the second quarter, it was all the young Nuggets, and they looked absolutely phenomenal. You just you put Pickett, Hunter, Strother, Peyton. Who am I missing here? Who? Oh, and Zeke. And Zeke. Tenacious Zeke, who also was great. Defending well. Offense was a bit of a grind. They weren't getting smooth offense, but they were grinding out buckets and getting stops every time it was it was i know we talked last show about the bench looking a little shaky tonight i thought the bench looked really like the bench guys there was encouraging things from the bench um and then i love this one tory craig our old friend got into Shy. it with tyson hunter dude hunter tyson what did i say tyson hunter damn it tyson comma hunter tyson comma hunter for sure um that was kind of cool then uh, Julian just continues to shine. He's making shots. He's making cuts. He's making drives even. I'm actually surprised they let him bring the ball up for a little bit. And then the second quarter, starters come back in. Dare I say a Murray flurry? A little Murray flurry? He kind of, no, it was for sure. I think he had like 12 in the quarter. He had a little pep in his step. Nuggets go up 59-52. Second half, third quarter. Starters back in because, as David Adelman said in the pregame, they needed to get a little cardio. So I think he puts them back in there. And I'll tell you what, the starters played as if they were out there to get cardio. Not that they played bad. They were just running really hard. Like Murray in particular was going coast to coast totally. every time, just trying to sprint. I thought it was funny. He had a lot of pep in his step. He was His shot was not falling. He was passing in the first half. He was scoring in the second. And then the bench fell into a little bit of a rut, but they were playing defense. 87-77 Nuggets. Fourth quarter, all you need to know, Julian Strother had himself another quarter. What do you want to call a Strother quarter? Do you got one up there? A Strother gonna... stretch. What do we say? Strother stretch Julian... my hands. A Strother stretch? A Strother stretch? <laughs> we'll keep working on it. We're going to workshop that one for <laughs> a little bit. Strother on the sure. spot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one. Yeah, you're right. I did, I did throw you on the spot. We got I thought that was pretty good under, it under, was under, under pressure. circumstances. Uh, Strother had himself another great quarter. I mean, another great game. We're going to start the hype train. Uh, I do have a note in here that Brima, a guy they signed on a two-way, was good. And then also another one, Jamorcus. <laughs> was that? Probably just Jamarcus. No, I think it's an O, though. I, I think it is. I think it is odd. Like I think that. it's a little odd. It doesn't like matter. That. He went in there and drained a three. Kind of looked interesting. All right. Start us off, Dev. What's your big takeaway? <laughs> My big takeaway was uh, Adelman was deep, deep uh, in his bag today. Yeah. We got to see a little bit of everything. The oh. starters got an extended run. We got to see Strother with the... It's a straw burst. Oh, from that's a good one. Oh my God. Grace we got Jay. to see uh, Strother well with, done, with Grace the starters. Um, and then also, we got to see uh, what the actual backups look like. Or not even the actual backups. We got to see what the bench unit looks like without like a Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Um, they don't have Christian Brown right now. So people got an extended run, not DeAndre Jordan. So it was just great right. to see different looks in this game that we did not get to see in the last preseason game. And that's what the preseason's for us, to just... You know, try out different combinations and see where they stick, and it landed in this one. I love that Adelman's your first one because I, I'm with you. The preseason, I mean, Adelman's gotten three games. You know, he filled in for Michael Malone last year. He's done this or that. But when a coach gets a couple games, especially at a critical time like training camp, 
you actually get to make decisions. And I'm sure he's communicating, although he said in the pregame he hasn't actually been communicating too much with Michael Malone. But, you know, it, this is his chance to kind of do rhythms, and I love that point because you're right. We got to see some cool, unique combinations today that I'm, like, personally thankful we got to see. <laughs> Jokic and all the young pups, like, we never get that. We got that tonight. What about you, D-Line? I mean, I hate to say it. I hate to. I hate to be that guy, but God damn it, all the Nuggets are good. They really. <laughs> what they do you mean re- you hate to say? I mean, it? That's I, I, I want your favorite thing to say. I mean, listen, man. I don't. I'm not just trying to be the say yeah. the line guy. Sure, but God sure. damn it, man. The Nuggets are truly like yeah. they are without a weak link. Yep. The Nuggets are without a weak link. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, Julian Strother. We said in the pregame. I mean, you do it once. That's impressive. You do it twice. That's intriguing. Three times. Like, he's getting better. He is. That's the thing. This might have been his best one. Yeah. This guy isn't. He is a player. Like, we are asking ourselves very honestly real questions. Like, is he going to be in a position to lead the bench, to be the the lead scorer on the bench? Like, I mean, is he going to get rotation minutes enough? I mean, is he the leading scorer in preseason at the moment? So the bench seems like. Listen, man, it seem, it's unbelievable. I can't believe how quickly the Strother yeah. train has powered up and left the station. We're all firmly entrenched in it. Like, <laughs> no. I'm dumbfounded, man. I am dumbfounded by this. Such a shock, too. Part of what's so cool about it, you know, is it's such a... You know, we weren't, we didn't have high expectations. None. And even if we did have high expectations, this would have met it. Um, let's table it though for a second, just because I want to kind of make our way. We're going to circle back to Julian Strother a lot God. here. Vote, big takeaway? Yeah, my big takeaway is that Julian Strother's not very good. Um, he sucks. <laughs> just kidding. I'm actually going to go to the starters again. We expected not to talk about the starters or key in on the starters. Maybe I'm I'm just bad at preseason, but I can't stop keying in on Jamal and Aaron Gordon, but I'll mm. go to Jamal tonight. Jamal is kicking ass this preseason, and mm. that might sound like a given. Yeah, it's preseason. That's light work for him, but it's the approach. Mm. First of all, I don't think he's in peak shape, but I think he's moving pretty well for this time of year. Historically, a slow starter. I think he's got a little shake to him. I love how hard he's playing and then how well he's passing. I think he finished with five assists and zero turnovers again tonight. Yep. But that <laughs> that assist number feels light. At one point in the first half, he only had one but he was such a key facilitator in some of those, you know, getting Jokic the ball or the Yoke Jokic AG actions or or just, you know, quick reads that just happened that when those three were involved in something, it was money. And I just think all preseason long, Jamal has been moving well, taking the right approach. And I know this language, it's over if, right? It's very popular in basketball analysis. But if Jamal and AG develop a playmaking fetish, it's over, dude. <laughs> it's over. And, and so far, it looks that way to me. Like, they they need to play. You know, they, they seem obsessed with playing a certain way right now. And I know it's crazy because it's preseason, but Jamal is impressing me. Dev, game three of the finals to me was, in a lot of ways, a watershed moment for Jamal. Because we all know he can be a scorer. We've seen him drop 50. We've seen him do all of those things. And he can be a passer, too. But I felt that was the game where he just kind of elevated his playmaking and his decision-making in the pick-and-roll to God tier. And since that game, including the preseason games, there's a new baseline. I just kind of feel like you're right. That's It's easy for him now, and he seems motivated to do it over and over again. And guess what? 21 points on 11 shots tonight. That was the afterthought. He's still scoring, but he's also passing like John Stockton. Yeah, one of the takes last year and just before that was how him and Jokic, you know, bond together. Um, if he's dribbling the air out of the ball, if he's taking these ill-advised shots and things like that. But 
what we saw in the finals um, in that game that you talked about was him going for 10 assists every single time, yeah. um, but also scoring the basketball. And, and we're seeing that blend um, come into this season as well. He got to see, hey, the game comes really easy if I could, one, pass the ball and get everyone else involved, but also it comes back to me just because this is the Jokic brand of basketball. This is the easiest way to play, and it's successful. Every single time that he facilitates, they win. And that's what we got to see. They got to win a championship that way. Now I see that. I mean, I think that he's looked at last year. He looked at the the finals run. He looked at now, and he's just like, the game is a lot easier for me. And now I'm going to score when I want to as well. So it's just a perfect blend. Yeah. The pep in his step, though. Murray, I thought, had a pep in his step yes. tonight. And that's part of what I like about it is, I mean, these guys went from the finals to preseason. Like, that's the biggest step down you could take. But they almost, Murray to me almost looks like that. He almost looks like, if I'm going to be out here, I'm just going to dominate. And I might as well do that. And that's what he looks like. This is the first preseason that this has looked, the Denver Nuggets have looked like this. They, it's like they realize that they could actually win the NBA championship. Right. And like, they're not using this as just like, oh, we, all right, we got to go out there. They're using this to get their momentum going. Right. They're going to come out of the gate sh like, we haven't seen in the past like they're ready like they are so ready to just come back in take the mantle pick up right where they left off like i i love what i, I mean the starters are so good that i they didn't even register on my big takeaway it's because it's just like well there's the nuggets like don't have to think about that again and then what else is going on it's to the point fellas where i think if you rolled the ball out on an exhibition court for those five guys no cameras you can play however you want to play right. they might just play like that i think they would i think that's how they like doing it that's right. how they know doing it and there's an enthusiasm to the way gordon and murray have played their roles in this preseason that just gets me extra excited and i don't know man just last year was these guys are back Let's try to get as close to the peak as we can. And now it's let's build on something that we already know is a blueprint to going 16 and four in the playoffs. So they've got to stay healthy. But it's crazy to me that watching preseason somehow got me even more excited for the starters. And I think a lot of it is Jamal. With like startups, especially like a tech startup that's trying to make a new paradigm shift, there's enormous amount of risk in the trying to get it to be made. But once it's like a concept, but once you get it made, and it's and it, it proof of concept. It's like oh, it's downhill. Yeah, it's so hard to get over the hump. Right. And then once you're over the hump, it's like okay, now this thing, now we can just make money off it, a car or something. You the know, DMBA something show. Like, yeah, the DMBA show. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's the Nuggets. It was hard to win the title. Yes, but they won it. And now they're like, oh, okay, the formula. That's the formula. Yeah, we so now we come well, back. Now we got to do the formula. Remember, you do this. And that's just what it looks like is they're like, we know exactly what to do and how to do it. And by the way, kind of easy for us at the moment. Exactly. I mean, that's what I mean. Like they saw the proof of concept be yeah. proof. They, there's proof. Yeah. It's right. not a concept. Like they're like, oh, we this actually is the most undefeatable brand of basketball that exists currently in the NBA. Right. Let's just go do it more and actually give effort from the start of the season into the preseason. Like this is fun. Right. Let's, like, I'm so ready for like just the the this the golden era for the Nuggets just just to come out and just rain holy hell yeah. holy fire down on the NBA for us to just be like I I've said this many times I want to be a jerk I want <laughs> the Nuggets to give me enough ammunition that I can just say whatever I want online and it's indisputable because the Nuggets are as good as I, we all have always believed they're going to be and they just keep putting it out there every night and everyone's just like. 
Yeah, fuck. If like, it helps, you're definitely a jerk. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I want to be like outwardly to others. Right, sure. Not just to those that I love. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're the next level. Yeah. You just talk about like that uh momentum and just gathering it and just keeping it going because it, you know, it's off of the ground now. The best part about how it's looking in this preseason right now is there's not there's not a bunch of teachable moments like right now. You're not seeing Jokic and Jamal have to like coach guys up the entire way. Um, you're starting to see, you know, from the beginning that they're still whipping the ball, the ball around. The ball is still popping. Um, they're playing with high energy. They're not seeing – I mean, right now we don't have Malone, but um, you're not seeing, like, these timeouts where you're having to teach them these, you know, messages. And that just goes about culture, but it also just goes, like, this is our brand of basketball. You either get with it or you don't. Um, so I think that that's just great to see early on as well. Damn it. I can't believe I'm this jazz after a third, third preseason game, dude. Dude, the Nuggets, they give. That's the thing. Like, this is why we've been doing this now for going on nine seasons together. It's because it's like they make us feel this way all the time. It's so true. Like, it's the, the most rewarding and consistently thing. You know, they always deliver. There's like the on the paper Nuggets that is in the yeah. off season during the summer. I'm like, I love the memory of Nikola Jokic. And then it doesn't even hold the candle of watching actual Nikola Jokic. <laughs> You're like, wait, that was way better than it was I remember. way better. Um, I think for me, my big takeaway is probably more in line. I mean, I, it, look, it's Julian Strother. We're going to talk yeah, about him all, a lot in segment two. I mean, it's going to be like, oh, well, that's the, the, gen the big part of the show. But just to kind of get through the other things, for me, it is that the starters just look like they're ready. I mean, I, I can't tell you how they're going to be better than last year. I can't do it. I don't know. And even statistically, I don't know if it's going to be better. But it's going to be better. It's I, just it's, yep. it, it, they're starting from more or less where they ended last year. I mean, Aaron Gordon, to me, it's not even like did he add anything? He couldn't make his threes tonight. He went over three. It's not even like he added anything right. to his game. Right. It's just that the things that they did last year Dude. are now – like um, almost subconscious. They just do them yes. in their sleep, which means they have more mental capacity to put towards the next thing, right. which they're right. st slowly starting to show that they have. So Aaron Gordon, Jokic, Murray were unbelievable. KCP goes two of four tonight. He fits right in. I know. I by keep the forgetting way, him too. By the way, Justin Holiday, you know, filling in, plays 24 minutes, has zero points to assist. That's his entire stat line. Played 24. Don't forget, there's a Michael Porter to be plugged That's, into this lineup. Yeah, too, I haven't forgotten, actually. So, and Christian Brown. And Christian Brown, who hasn't even played yet in the preseason, who's like the sixth guy. So Denver's missing effectively their fourth and sixth guys through these preseason, and they already look just so... Porter comes back and just dribbles for 23 <laughs> seconds. There's no, no chance. Just, there's no chance. There's no chance, man. So, um, Eric, I'll say it for you. All the Nuggets are good. Dude, All the, the vibes have been fortified, dude. <laughs> dude, for a se even the chat, one person wrote... Well, goddamn, all the Nuggets aren't, and then he didn't finish the sentence, and he comes back, asterisk, are good. My bad. Like even <laughs> even the hate's turning into some love, um, you know? But I know why you guys <laughs> tuned in, and as much as you wanted to fill the vibes of the starters, which, let's be honest, the most important part of this team is the starting lineup. That's the most important part. That's like such a basic take, dude. That's but it is yeah. so basic. What's really <laughs> interesting is there is a player on this roster that has so far exceeded, surpassed expectations that it's starting to make me a little giddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about his name, Julian Strother. We're going to talk about him <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> what a tease. <laughs> and here's the answer. Unbelievable. Anyway, who is it? I wonder who it is. Like, oh, it could be anyone. It's Julian Strother. It could be anything, even a boat. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey guys, have you heard of Soul Savvy? They've actually been around since 2018 with a pretty neat mission. It's always stayed the same. They're about getting sneakers in the hands of people who love them most. There are a lot of sneaker communities that are not actually about getting the sneakers no, in the they're hands not of those actually. who love them most. Uh, Soul, Soul Savvy is a different one. Uh, three membership levels. There's the basic free version for the casual sneaker buyer. Buyer, You'll gain access to their one-of-a-kind marketplace. It's built for you, the, the buyer, not the resellers. There's the mobile plus plan for the sneakerhead who's always on the go. Build a rotation of sold-out sneakers straight from your phone. And finally, the premium plan for the sneakerhead who is tired of paying resale. Find your grails and grow your collection from the world's biggest paid sneaker community. And also, uh, keep your eyes out for maybe a, a DNVR Soul Savvy collaboration that can only be accessed that on like Soul Savvy. That felt like tease, but nonetheless, it's still cool. It's a good tease. Cool, thanks. Sign up for Soul Savvy by visiting <laughs> soulsavvy.com. Check it out. I, anyway, that goes a long way to say sign up. This Yo, isn't just an ad. Sign up. He, here's here's the real thing about Soul Savvy is that, that you know, if you want to be like... Brendan Vogt, Adam Mares. You know, would maybe you so like savvy, that? not for you. If you want to look like Dev oh, on this show, that was a good tease. That was if you want to look like Dev, looks yeah. like the, on this show where absolutely every show somebody's like, Jesus Christ, look at what Dev's wearing. That's what soul savvy. That is what uh, we're, we're to that point, to. Eric. There's a hole in my shoe. Yeah, yeah. I so. was like, I was like, I can't think of someone that is less equipped to read this ad with conviction. Than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're lucky I didn't wear my suit tonight. No, we are soul lucky. Savvy by visiting soulsavvy.com/allcity or by downloading the drops by Soul Savvy I've, app. I've got my beautiful Jordan ones. Gold, Those are you know, good. Gold and black. Those are good. Skin, Those are good. Those are good. Dev, uh, Dev lives in a different stratosphere, <laughs> and if you want to live the way that Dev. Lives, you yeah. sign up for Soul Savvy. Fellas, I'm a simple man. I like the nuggets. I like Breck Brew. I like Kind Love. You know what else I like? Sandwiches. Specifically, <laughs> Primo sandwiches. Oh, Primo hoagies. Primo hoagies. Um, oh, man. Get a hoagie down there. Sure for good. Football season is here. And big games mean big parties. Remember, it isn't just football. It's an experience. There's a lot of ways to cater. Uh, cater good. Cater the right way. Cater with Primo hoagies. They've got locations in both Denver and Centennial. You can order your party trays in advance. A freaking cheese And steak. online mm. at PrimoHoagies.com. I legitimately want a Primo so hoagie good. so bad right now. Uh, They've also got the little deli there, so you can buy like the you know the the the, the cheese. The cheese you know, like yeah. the, the, the charcuterie charcuterie if you want yeah. to. I've not been back to Primo uh, since, since we went. Since we went, I need to go back because I was honestly, I had. For the bit that we did, I was supposed to get the Philly cheesesteak. So yeah. Everyone can laugh at me. All yeah. The time. But I was like, God damn, there's so many like amazing looking things really on this. So many good hoogies. Check them out online and use code DNVR. You'll get $2 off a primo sized hoogie when ordering there. That's how people talk in Philadelphia. If you guys, you guys didn't, didn't know, know that's, that's what the, they sound like. They say, oh, it's weird. <laughs> um, you guys, it's time. All aboard. <laughs> the train is leaving the station. <laughs> Julian Strother is a player. The man's a player. I'm saying that with my chest. I'm saying that not as a, I don't know. That guy can play, man. He knows how to cut. He knows how to move off ball. He's enormous. He looks, every he time is. he's out there, he looks enormous. But most of all, the dude can score. In particular from shooting, he's mostly a shooter. But the guy just gets points. It's not just shooting, Dev. He's getting to the cup. He's, he's just finding place. And then how much daylight does he need to get a shot off? Like the tiniest little pinhole of, of daylight to get that shot off. And it just feels like it's going in. We were arguing earlier today, Dev. Is he the best shooter on the team? Probably not, but at least it's in the, he's in the conversation. I'm, in the I'm, conversation. Is there any reason not to be aboard the Julian Strather hype train right now? Absolutely not. He's definitely in the conversation. But who would have just imagined like the defending champs? Um, they have Jokic, they have Jamal Murray, 
he is, I think he's leading the team points right yeah, now. Yeah, man, every like, game. And he stands out in every single way. And this is a guy that, like, it's not like he's just out there just jacking or just gunning, but he's leading the team in field goal attempts because he just makes the right plays, and he's always shot ready. Um, when the shot's not right. there, he's doing back doors. He's getting floaters. And they talked about all <laughs> these things, but when you see it in real time, it just looks so much different, and it's because we saw him in summer league. And, you know, he, he, was, he was underwhelming. But what does he do? He changes his game. He gets better. He gets more confident. He just looks like he's just ready for this moment right now. And that's without all of the hacks. That's without all of the things that he's going to learn. Um, he just met these guys that he's playing with. And he's just like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. It's great to just be aboard that um, train. And right now, I'm officially the Julian Strother guy. Wait, oh, what? Goddamn, no! Bro, what? I said it that? first. Are you I said serious? it first. Was that man. still up? You guys had your chance. You oh, guys had your chance. Oh, man, Jesus. CT Fazio is seething at his screen right now. <laughs> Harrison Wynn, eat your heart. Well, I, yeah. I guess I'm stuck being the Jamal Murray guy. Still, yeah, that's the a official tough one. Jamal Murray guy. That's a tough I hate break. myself. Yeah. Uh, Julian, the greatest thing about Julian Strother is that he started the tonight with a block. Oh, I, I just love it. A good block too, not like oh you got a no, like a like, super get that out of my house. like a like a super demoralizing yeah. like you, tonight's not going to go well for you block. The first the first play he made that was the uh, it was like all right what I, fine I I give up like I I I give myself over to you Julian Strother. Really? Should, wow, I'm sure he's you very shall, excited for can that. You, can you phrase that any other way? <laughs> you shall lead <laughs> and I shall follow. <laughs> Julian Strother is, is so yours. goddamn impressive. <laughs> he's so goddamn impressive yeah. through three preseason games. I want to put the ast- like we should put the asterisks, but I don't even I don't wanna. Yeah. I don't wanna do it. Like yeah. he just looks like a complete basketball player. He's got the height, he's got the length. He's got the composure. He's got defensive prowess. Like, truly, like, I have not seen one hole in his game so far, and I'm looking. You know what we haven't heard from you, though? He does have loud hair. It works <laughs> on him. So you're good. It's good. Listen, man. I, you're just, I know, I, most people let people debut their own hair, but you, I, I am bothered <laughs> when hair is a distraction. It's not a distraction for him. No. Okay. It's I don't know. It looks great. Okay. Dude. If he, Everything if he that he does looks 20% good. Twenty percent from three, we'd be out. That's on that. what it is. Gotta, yeah, yeah. That's although I mean, no, that's not that, that's not a hard and fast rule, but it works for him. I don't know what to say. He's As an beautiful. aside, have you seen Derek White? By the way, shaved head Derek White. Yeah. Is there a chance that no hair is actually bad hair? Then, like, so it takes a year of acclimation to get over the shock of seeing somebody that yeah. formerly had yeah. hair that had noticeable a, hair, yeah. noti- like that hair that had a presence. Yeah. To going no hair, I saw it with my own brother, <laughs> and now he looks tr- just normal. He looks normal with uh, with no hair. Okay. But for that first year, he looked like a freak. Oh, terrible, Scott! Okay, yeah. I know you're watching. Yeah, not good. There is a transition period. <laughs> you're right. So, Strother, congrats on the hair. Um, Sorry, where are we? We're on Julian Strother hype train. (laughs) We had a little pit stop there for a second at the salon. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, one thing that I've been pleasantly surprised is when he's had to put the ball on the floor just to escape or extend, he's looked pretty comfortable. Now, he's not a playmaker yet, and I don't think he's expected to be, but it's not. there are some guys who are just shooters, and then they put the ball on the floor, and it's a disaster. And I just... I just think he's looked pretty comfortable. The drives to the rim have looked comfortable. And, you know, I know we we wondered aloud if the floater-heavy approach might also be hiding some restrictions and some deficiencies, particularly as he levels up. But he's just going so confidently to the rim right now. It doesn't look to be an issue. 
So it's it's three games in a row now where he's taking the right approach. The results are there. Everything about the eye test is popping. Yes, it is just preseason, <laughs> but it's but it's not just preseason for Julian Strother. This guy is looking like another Calvin Booth win early. So much of this has to do with shooting. You know, in the summer league, didn't really stand out a whole lot. And it is summer league. I think it's the lowest form. Like, preseason is low, but summer league is even lower, in my opinion. There's, like, layers to this. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, he didn't shoot the ball well. So some of the other stuff maybe didn't stand out. I didn't think he looked like a negative player, but it's like he's got to shoot and he's got to make his shots, and he wasn't doing that necessarily. He's doing that now, but the thing is, is if he was just making shots, I'd be like, okay, so he's a shooter and yeah. he's a young player and he has to come a long way. He looks so mature. His game is so mature. First, One of the first plays of the game tonight, we were talking about it, a little off-ball flare and slip, which is, um, you know, every player in the yeah. NBA runs this one more or less, especially shooters. It's a, it's a move you have to have. That's the Michael Porter. Michael Porter is the guy that most runs. It's like an off-ball split cut where you set the flare so another player is supposed to go back, and then you slip to the basket. I'll actually drop a video tomorrow on the time on the Twitter timeline of Michael Porter doing this because I was just working on something for it. Julian Strother's done it now in both games, yeah. where it's like, man, he just knows off-ball movements really well, and he has a great feel. It's not about knowing it. It's do you have the feel and the timing and the pockets? Do you recognize it? He recognizes it. Um, defensively, the angles he takes has been really impressive. He has not stood out in a bad way defensively, not once. much if not all at all in this entire preseason. And then your point I love. If you're just a shooter, it's like, okay, but what are you long-term? Like, can, Is there a role for you in a playoffs? Is there a role from you in fourth quarters or this or that? He's got more to his game than just shooting. And I love because he came on our show and he talked about when I was in high school, I was a scorer. It wasn't until I went to Gonzaga that they said, hey, man, shooting is your key. Let's really work on you as a shooter. But that scoring part never left his game. He just realized that went to back burner. Well, there's been moments in the preseason in every game where, okay, I got to go to the back burner now. And it's there, and it's really impressive. I just think he's a real player. Not like yeah. having a hot shooting moment. I think he's a real NBA player who has great measurables, great skill set, and then he applies it in a way that's really impressive for a guy that hasn't even made it to his first regular season yet. Usually young guys go to whatever their bread and butter is yeah. every single time because yeah. that's what's going to get them known. That's what you know they're going to specialize in, and that's where they're going to make their niche in this league. Right now, he's exploring his game, and it doesn't look like he's exploring his game because he's such a complete player. Um, he's showing everything, and it, it it reminds me of that like Vince McMahon like turned on meme where he's like, yeah, he's doing all of that stuff, but like I'm doing that every single single time he does something. It's Today, terrible. I got to see him do a backdoor cut where Jokic found him. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. He starts the game out with a block. I'm like, he plays defense. You know, then he, he shoots a deep three, and I'm like, I already know that that's going to do it. And he, you know, he makes a great pass. I'm like, okay, I've seen enough. Get him yeah. out of there because this guy does everything. Um, but it really is great to see how complete his game is right now, and that's just going to make it a lot more difficult for you know people to key in on him. And also, it's going to be hard to keep him on the bench because like right now, I'm like, how do you, you know how does he? make a you know the the backup unit how does he fit in with this backup well if he's the guy in the backup unit it's going to be hard to not go through him he's doing <laughs> how does he fit in? how do they fit in around him <laughs> they need to <laughs> you know, build the backup unit you're in here with me <laughs> yeah. uh, in all seriousness so this now goes to the next level because i like what you're saying and first of all i actually think him being good 
solves a lot of the bench problems. Yeah. Because one of the problems with the second unit is you're like, I don't know, how are they going to score? Gonna score right? You know, this or that. You plug them in there and he just gives spacing. Not that they're going to give him the ball and tell him to cook or anything like that, but he just gives you movement. He gives you spacing. And here's the big question, D-Line. Do you feel he has done enough right now that you expect him to be a rotation player on night one? Uh, you're asking me to analyze the what Michael Malone would yes. do. Yes. Uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Opening night, by the way, not a typical opening night. It's yeah. banner night. It's Lakers night. It's yeah. it's almost, it's not a playoff game, but it is like, yeah. you don't want to throw a rookie. Right now, Julian Strader, enormous con, uh, confidence. You don't want to throw him out in a game like that necessarily. And okay, that's a tough debut. I mean, I, I, Maybe. You, know, you know, actually, I think is almost like really impressive about tonight is in a, in a kind of understated way is that they played the same team two times in a row. Yeah. And so the Chicago Bulls knew about him. It's not just like right. a guy, like they actually knew to look for him to actually try to like, you know, they didn't necessarily game plan for him, but it's not like he just, it's like, oh, oh that who's guy this can guy? Shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and he not only repeated, he did better. Right. Granted, they didn't play their top players, but all the same, like, um, incredible. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's so hard to figure out what Michael Malone will do. Oftentimes it's, uh, frustrating t- because he doesn't necessarily make his decision based on like what we, the fans just want to see in our fan fiction. But, um, I don't know. Like, has he done enough though, in your opinion, vote? Yeah, I think he I think he looks like one of the so far seven, eight best players on this team, no doubt. For sure. You know, my question is just a fun exercise for us to kind of go through quickly. Can we try to envision what the bench looks like if he does play? Yeah. Like okay, so let's say Reggie staggers, he plays some minutes with By the way, Reggie Jackson did not play tonight. Good point. Uh let's say just let's say for argument's sake. Jamal comes off the floor first, Reggie comes in and plays with the starters a little bit. Then Jamal comes back and it's Jamal. Christian Brown, Julian Strother, yeah, Peyton, Zeke. Okay, I'm I'm asking what you guys. That's think. two shooters. If you put out Murray and Strother, you have two floor spacers. If you have out there with him Christian and, and I don't think Peyton Watson has yet proven to be a Me defensive either. lockdown guy, but in theory he is. But he's not a floor spacer. And then Zeke is the half and half, right? He plays defense and he can space a little bit. To me, it is the makings of enough spacing which is what you need. And then on top of that, it's a lot of length. I mean, you're talking 6'5", 6'7", 6'6", 6'6", 6'8", 6'10". a good, switchable, big lineup. So to me, it does make some sense. I think it does. I think it does, too. I also don't know that it would look as good as everything has felt so far in the preseason. I would still buckle up for some turbulent minutes with that group. Right. But they need firepower that can't just be Murray dribbling around. And that's where Strother comes in. He also isn't he's he he he's a good size for the NBA. So I don't know if you're like worried about going too small if he's out there alongside Jamal and Christian. Um you're somewhat small with Zeke, but maybe you get an aggregate length kind of thing going on and so I, I just think he looks like one of the seven, eight best players on the team, full stop. So you got to figure out a way to get him out there. Deb, does he look like somebody that you feel more confident in right now outside of everybody but the top six? Absolutely. They Malone, the last thing he said that was Brown is the only one in that backup unit that has earned, you know, his time. When is the best time to be able to prove that you, you know how to play? In preseason. Right. That's the only time at this point. Um, and the crazy part is we didn't hear much about him in the training camp or anything like that. He is really a gamer. Like, he's he's proven it at the times that truly matters. 
And if you put a, a, a lineup like that together, it's going to be Jamal, who everybody's keying in on, who right now is playmaking. Of course, he's going to score a little bit more. So now you have an extra guy that you can put the ball in his hands, and he gonna, he's going to make things happen. Also, he's giving so much effort on both ends of the floor, and, and that's the thing that makes me like feel like he is going to stick. And when Malone you know, goes through these, I know he's saying, hey, he's doing all of the little things while he's also scoring, while he's also knocking down, you know, open shots um, and getting everyone else involved. So he really checks off every single yeah. box right now. And if he continues to play like this, there's no way he doesn't make the lineup super early. Maybe yeah. not on opening night, but right after that. Eric, last thing you you mentioned in the last show about Colin. He's looked better every game, you yeah. know, and there's something about improvement. Strathers looked better in every game. I know. And I think that a lot of this is, I think confidence is such an underrated thing for NBA players, especially shooters. We saw Hunter Tyson struggle with confidence early on. Maybe he regains some tonight. We'll get to that soon. But Strother is so confident right now, and he's looked better in each game. I mean, it's it's like, I feel like we're like just jumping over into hyperbole, but he's been that good. Like, he really has done every... He's he's been effective at every part of basketball, and he's done it at every like he's been able to make sh shots up close, shots mid range, shots that are deep, uh, all with confidence. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I mean, I am because it's fun for the show, but like, <laughs> my God, man, like I, I truly, I, it's been a while since I've been this impressed by a rookie this I quickly. I mean, I was super into what Bones Highland was doing last year, like, and I still think that he is a player in the NBA, but, like, Julian Strother, it's different with Julian Strother. Like, it, it doesn't feel like novelty. It doesn't right, feel like right. something that's, like, just, like, a fun uh, thing to, you know, like, oh, man, there's going to be a crazy deep shot. That'll be so, and he'll get the crowd hyped up. It's just, like, this guy feels like pure substance, and it just is, like, it's, it's so exciting that on a defending champion team, that he can stand out so brightly. He also smiles a lot. I love that. I do kind of like <laughs> it. Like he blocked that shot, and then if you saw him, he kind of had that like big, you know, big smile to it, which I just always love. I said this in the pregame show, and I kind of look. I'm repeating my take because I I like the take, and I kind of want to brand it. I think he is the offensive counterpart to Christian Brown. He is the same type of player as Christian Brown. Solid, doesn't make mistakes, has more to his game than you might think on on his side of the floor. And just is ready. It's like out the package, ready to go. He's uh, he's ready made for the NBA. I really like him. I'm really high on him. I think Nuggets fans are going to like him. And today, October 15th, Sunday, October 15th, the train officially left the station. If the chat has any indications, uh, Nuggets fans like him. Not love uh, him? They love him. Oh, they love him. Okay, I just yeah. mean like uh, you, think they will, you think they'll like him? It, yeah. uh, they like they him. They like yeah. him. <laughs> Confirmed. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, Harrison Wind is live from Ball Arena. Oh He'll be God. calling in. So as soon as we get to that, we'll have Harrison's notes. Sounds like he's calling in now. Uh, you might want to see these Denver Nuggets in Ball Arena this season. You wanted to see him last season. You probably did. You probably want to get back. And game time's the best way to do it, especially last second. If you're not quite sure how you're going to see the Nuggets, but it's occurred to you, your boys are in town, the Hawks are in town, uh -huh. you know? I don't know why I picked the Hawks. Uh, let's well, go, I thought let's, maybe you called your boys the Hawks. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I talk about my... You me and got, the Hawks are going to cruise... <laughs> no. Um, me and the Hawks are going to go see the Magic no, play the Nuggets. That's the Nuggets opposition in this hypothetical. <laughs> you're going to want to... Hey, man, last second, let's go to the game. Hit up game time where people will sell the best seats for the best prices at the last second. You can slide on in there. Uh, what a treat. Whether it's the what Nuggets, the Avs, or 
concerts, however, how, whatever you're trying to see, get in there with Game Time. Download the, the Game Time app now. Create an account. Use code DNVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase, fellas. Twenty dollars off your first purchase. Bet three six five, never ordinary, and uh, you know what? What used to be never ordinary. I lost money on preseason basketball today. Adam took the <laughs> Adam took the two most horrendous beats I've ever seen. It was truly, truly something <laughs> awful. All they needed was for Jokic to make a one foot push shot. Uh-huh. He's made those a lot in his life. He missed it, and then all they needed was to not foul a three point shooter. They did. Foul they did him. both of those things in a row. You know, it, it's not ordinary to bet on preseason. It's that's, not. <laughs> that's the real lesson. Of all. I couldn't even be mad. I was like, what am I doing? This is God's way of telling me I'm an idiot. Fellas, it didn't even used to be ordinary to bet on live games until Bet365 made it ordinary. They made um, it so ordinary. They, don't, they, they try not to do that. You know, They believe every sport should be epic. See for yourself when you sign up today. You'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. And keep an eye out for DNVR custom bets, which have already been up there on the app. We'll promote them when their nuggets are related as the season goes. Just remember, you got to be 21 or older and physically located in the great state of Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All righty. Live from Ball Arena. The- Not the official Julian Strother guy. We all know that superstar uh, dad. R.I.P. Yeah. I'm sorry, yes. Wiz. I know, I know you were early on it, but you never claimed to be the official Strother guy the way Dev did tonight. So, unfortunately, he, uh, he, he, he scooped you. Are you muted on your end, according to Kale? Not on our end. It couldn't possibly be. Are you muted on your end? <laughs> Do you mute yourself? I'm definitely not muted now. We okay. hear you. <laughs> we hear you now. You're good. Okay, so it was on your end. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I said that's fine because I already have enough agendas going this season, so <laughs> Dev can take that one. Uh, you do have a lot of agendas you're winning at the moment. Um, all right, take us to the arena, man. Uh, we're hyped on Julian Strother. I have to imagine you are as well. Dude, I mean, the guy looks like a player. I mean, every game this preseason, he's flashed. Uh, he's shooting 50% from three. He's got <laughs> only one turnover in 69 or 66 minutes this, so far this preseason. Nice. He's not making mistakes. He's not standing out. Uh, which is a great thing. He looks pretty composed on both ends of the floor. He's playing within the system. Like he has been so impressive. Um, I've got to think he's earning himself minutes every minute that he's out there right now. I got to think so too. Did he have a podium game tonight? Yeah, he did. Um, so we did talk to him. We talked to Jamal as well. Okay. Um, Wherever Julian just went up. Julian just went up there and said, you know, I know like my capabilities, I know I'm a shooter, but my main focus out there right now is to improve on the defensive end. And kind of the theme of his post game tonight was like, that's what I got to do to play minutes this year. This team doesn't really need offense. Um, we've got enough of that with Nicole Jokic, with Jamal Murray, with the talent on this team, we need defense. So that's my focus out there. And, I mean, Julian's offense has been awesome. I mean, how he stretches the floor, how big of a threat he is off the catch, it kind of feels like exactly what that bench unit needs. But I've also just been impressed with um, his defense. And David Adelman talked about this pregame. He's not standing out defensively. You're not noticing his mistakes. And it's 
partly because he's not making a lot of them. Yeah. And like, that's a great thing about his defense. He's using his length. He's in good position for the most part. Uh, his fundamentals are really sound and um, his defense has been fine. You know, it, it's been okay. And you just add that to what he's doing offensively. And man, like you get really excited about his potential. So, I'm so excited. Not even potential. I'm kind of excited about his floor. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. his floor looks like game one, uh, game one he's playing. All right. What else? Uh, yeah. You know, take us inside. What other notes you got for us? Uh, so we also talked to Jamal Murray tonight. And Jamal said more than any of the rookies, he's been in Julian's ear the most. He's been trying to take Julian under his wing, you know, the most out of all the rookies because Jamal said he loves his ability to score. Like Jamal said, he noticed that immediately. And like, that's something that really pulled him to Julian and made him want to just kind of be in his ear and give him guidance and knowledge and stuff just because of his ability to shoot and score. Um, but Jamal said he's been talking to all the rookies, but especially Julian. And his message has been, I've just been trying to tell him to, you know, keep playing free. J just keep playing his game. And it seems like that's really translated, you know, onto the court. Um, and that's then, cool you know, Jam yeah. And then Jamal was just talking about his passing and his playmaking tonight. Uh, David Adelman said Jamal's passing has, quote, been amazing. Yep. He said Jamal's pocket passes have been ridiculous. Yep. And Jamal was just kind of asked about him leveling up as a passer. Um, and he said, you know, just playing at my pace, maybe holding the ball a little longer, 0.5 seconds longer, and just kind of taking my time and just seeing the floor as well as I can. But you can definitely sense that Jamal thinks that part of his game has leveled up as well. Uh, it has. Has he did he sure talk has. at all about why? I mean, I'm just so curious. Like he's so dialed in on his passing right now. It, it, is it an emphasis to him? Is it natural? He was asked if it's an emphasis, and he kind of brushed it off. Uh, he said he's just you know playing his game, playing at his pace. Yeah. But guys, I gotta think that it was just the first year coming back from a torn ACL, and how yeah. much more thinking you might have to do when you first get on the court after that, I mean, he's just playing so free and um, he's just, he, he's not, doesn't seem like he's thinking a lot out there. You know, he's just playing. The game's coming so natural to him and, and his vision is just like at an incredible level right now. David Adelman also had a lot of interesting stuff to say tonight. Um, first off on the injury front, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, Adelman said they're both fine. Uh, Jamal left middle of the third quarter. He was icing his left thumb, uh, yeah. but Adelman said he just banged it. He's good. And Joker left middle of the third quarter too, uh, but Adelman said he just started stretching uh, his post game stretching early, and he's and he's fine. So all good there. Makes sense. And uh, David Adelman was talking about Julian Strother, and you can tell he's just equally as impressed as we are with him. Uh, he said, young fella is pretty good. And then DA said, <laughs> it's nice to see him be consistent. Yeah. Um, that's the second time we played Chicago. So he said, look, we knew their antennas were going to be up on him. We knew they knew what he's, he was capable of. And so that was so impressive to him, how Julian came back second time against the same team 
and was able to do what he did even with them scouting him. Uh, DA had this really interesting note on Julian's cutting and his movement. He said that, look, some guys come to us, come to the Nuggets, and discover you know, maybe something they didn't know they had. And DA was talking about Julian's cutting. And, you know, maybe it's something he didn't do a lot in college, but he comes to the Nuggets and realizes, man, if I cut and I finish my cut, which Adelman said is a point of emphasis with this team, finishing your cuts, I'm going to get a bucket every time. So he loves how he's kind of grown in that area. I love that. Yeah. And uh, just some other notes here. It was a rest night for Reggie and DeAndre Jordan. They wanted to get minutes for Jalen Pickett. Uh, minutes for Zeke as well. I bet next game, you know, maybe it's a Reggie game. Maybe it's even a Colin Gillespie game. Um, maybe DeAndre plays a little as well. And then my final note from DA, he complimented Zeke Naji on his dribble handoffs. On his dribble handoffs. He said it's really a skill that nobody thinks about. Uh, but Zeke's put in a lot of time in the gym throughout the summer, throughout the offseason working on doing it underhand compared to overhand, being more physical on his handoffs, like setting that screen every time. He said it's a tough thing to learn, but he's done a great job at getting better at that aspect of his game. Great note because one of the big issues the second unit has had has been basically having to change the way they play offensively. If you can get a big that can do that, in theory, that mitigates that issue. So that's a good note. Yeah. Any, any parting thoughts from the arena tonight? Nuggets have a new hype video, like oh, pregame yeah. hype video during player intros. It features both Nicole Jokic step backs on Anthony Davis. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anthony Davis just happened to be the guy he made two ridiculously great highlight step backs on. You know what? Honestly, like you can't not include those. Yeah, I don't think it's an Anthony Davis clowning. It's just like those two shots are all timers, and they happen to both be it on was Anthony Davis. The Lakers also. Like, yeah, that's true. Something more to it, but again, there's nothing anyone would have been able to do about that. Win, thank you so much. Great report from the arena. Can't wait to see what you, what you cook up on the website. See you guys. Oh, man, what great stuff. You know what note I loved there? So a sneaky a sneaky storyline last year that we didn't really dive into was. Jamal really took Christian Brown under his wing as his rook. He talked about him a lot. He talked about him often in the postgame pressers. And I thought there was a real kind of, you know, we don't think of the, the current guys as vets because they're so young, but a real vet rook thing with Jamal and Christian. I just think it's really cool that he's already going right to Strother. Maybe identified him as a guy who's going to be in that rotation or, or going to be an impact guy early. And and to the, uh, the flip side of that coin is that with bones, it didn't seem as though he maybe took him under his wing. It's almost like he was his enemy. Like, hey, maybe, I gotta maybe pushed him down, away yeah. with his wing. Good point, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. You know what, though? I do love to hear that note, though, about Strother. I think it's really cool. And um, here's what's cool about it. The approval of the vets is important, man. Impressing us, that's fun. That's all good and well. But impressing like Jamal <laughs> Talk Murray. Talk about the easiest thing on earth. <laughs> We're such easy people to impress. Uh, man, what great notes from the arena tonight. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we do have to talk about Zeke Naji. We yes. do have to talk about, you know who gained a little confidence tonight? Hunter Tyson. <laughs> Some people are calling him Tyson Hunter. <laughs> Tyson, Hunter. Um, let therapy be your map with better help. Talk therapy is important. You could even say essential to maintaining 
your mental health. It has really benefited me in the past. Medication is important, but when paired with talk therapy, it really, really goes a long way. And finding a good therapist and finding a good therapist in your area and on your plan, it can all be so difficult, but with BetterHelp, it's built for convenience. Uh, you can do this from the comfort and, and convenience of your home. And if you don't feel comfortable with who you've been matched up with, just let BetterHelp know they're happy to switch you uh, with a different therapist, a licensed therapist, until you find your map, uh, until you find your match, excuse me. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash DMVR today. Get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash DNVR. And finally, our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. Man, if you've been hurt in an automobile or as a pedestrian or even at work, and most importantly, it wasn't your fault, you know what to do next. You either go to coloradolaw.net or you bust out the nearest phone. You dial 222-222. You just smash two until one of them picks up. For real, the number is 222-2222 to set up a free consultation. In fact, it's not just the consultation that's free. They're going to take on your case for free until they've won it. And boy, do they win. Over the years, they've won over a billion dollars for their clients. Backus and Shanker help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker, what do they do, D-Line? They win! If Backus was... The Backus of the bank of the bench today was Julian Strother. Sure. Shanker might have been Zeke Naji. Zeke had a little tenacious Zeke in him tonight. Now, the stat line maybe doesn't pop out if you just kind of glance, you know, half glance at it. Three points, O of one shooting. He, did, he only took one shot. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, five rebounds, three assists. But then you scroll a little further. How many blocks? Four blocks. Four. Yep. Count Is Zeke not a shot blocker now? Real blocks. Dev, I. it's a mixed bag for me with Zeke because I do think there was some oppressive, some like maybe not, but he did have some big time plays tonight. I loved what I seen from Zeke today. Um, and that's with him only taking one shot because you don't need him scoring with that second unit. Um, yeah, it would be good for him to make a, a few of those. Um, but he created in ways that that's what's going to have you get extra minutes. You're blocking shots at the rim. You're getting to the rim. There was a few of them that he just like, you know, dropped off or he got fouled. Um, but he's being aggressive and making things happen. Also, the the the, the dribble handoffs, those led to assists because he's setting hard screens. Yeah. But it was the energy. Um, he tried hard in this game. And that mm -hmm. that's what it, you know, that stands out for me. Um, so I think that the offense is gonna come if he continues to play that way. But if you're gonna protect the rim, if you're gonna set screens that gets everyone else open and make it so that, you know, other guys have to work hard on the other end of the floor. That's how you you carve out these minutes. This was a good showing for me. He was he looked great. He really looked great. Like he um, did what David Adelman praised him for a couple games back. There were a couple times where we switched out on the one, and he didn't allow uh, that the point guard to blow by him. He kept him in front. Like he shuffled his feet. Super disruptive on the defensive end. Super hardworking. Like you said, like four blocks, legitimate blocks. You know, there was a little uh, consternation that came out of last game because he did get, like, so beat up by um, uh, Andre Drummond, who, again, is just huge, just a huge player. He'll just never be matched up on him in that way. Um, but, like, for a smaller-sized <clears throat> five, which is pretty in vogue for a lot of NBA teams to, to go small for, you know, at least some portion of the game... Um, he more than held his own. He looked, I mean, truly, like, Zeke Naji is a guy that I've, you know, that we we talk about this all the time. He he gets good. He or he comes back from injury. He 
gets his confidence back. He starts to go uh, to where he actually looks good during the regular season. And then he gets hurt, and we start the entire process over. Like, he just looks stronger than he's looked in years past. He looks, like, more calm. He looks, I mean, obviously, you know, like, he's had a lot of time to matriculate now and, like, a lot of time to be around guys that are champions and yeah. had to see the work habits and the way that all of these guys go about their business. And I don't know. I just have really high hopes for Zeke this year. I just, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in him, and I just, I hope that it goes well for him because I think he has it. Momentum is important with him. This was a big step forward, I thought, you know, for him with momentum. The defense was there. The big plays were there. I'm with you. I thought he was very good tonight. I want to see. I want to keep seeing this yep. because I do think that he is a guy that needs some confidence, needs some of that momentum going in. Um, a guy who also needed confidence and momentum was Hunter Tyson tonight. I feel like he finally got the monkey off his back in terms of shooting. I know he had made a three late and this or that, but tonight he goes three of seven from three. He has 11 points, four rebounds. He was a game high plus 17. And now here's what I didn't see. Now we're going into the advanced stats in preseason. So we're kind of really squinting here to see something <laughs> we want to see. Offensive rating tonight for Hunter Tyson, 156.7. Just do a one-game individual offensive rating. I'm just, I, well, it still matters. It's only 16 sure, and a half minutes. What sure. I'm saying is I didn't notice it, and I'm not crediting right, it with right, him. Right. But it is interesting when a guy pops off that that much. Like, they scored a one point. They scored a point and a half every possession he was on the court, and he played half a game. They definitely understand him, and he definitely understands himself as a shooter. Yeah. Right? That's... They're finding him, and he's he's staying. He had great looks tonight, man. He had great looks tonight. Three of seven, like you said. And I just it looked more comfortable. I think it yeah. was a little bit of of searching for it. Yeah, I don't like fear is too much, but just maybe angst, nerves, and I think he settled into it a bit tonight. The thing you gotta like about Hunter is he's just always running around and playing hard. Um, yeah. I liked how he got in Tory Craig's face. Yeah, how H funny was that? Hilarious. Amazing. North Carolina versus South Carolina. Hunter's, Hunter really looks like a big golden retriever to me. He's kind <laughs> of a big goofy dude. He plays hard. Looks like he's having fun, and he looked more comfortable out there tonight. I like Hunter, man. I like big I, bucket Hunter. I got a take for you, Dev. My grandpa was a boxer. He used to say this that he he would go out there in the first round and just get punched because he needed to get mad. People think you get Hunter tonight played well after the fight. After yeah. the little, that's what it took for him to kind of get going. He needed Tory Craig to get in his face. He was definitely activated after that. Um, you know, he, he he seems like a guy that wants to get his get back every single time because yeah. he really did try to start scoring on Tory Craig and anyone else. Um, but that's just what you want from a guy that works as hard as he does. You kind of expect that he's going to want to do those things. So maybe he sees that and he just finds a way to motivate himself because. He stays aggressive, rather if his shot is like falling or not. He's just like, okay, I'm going to find it in different ways. His shot fell in this one, so he shot the ball a little bit more. But also, he was keeping himself a part of the offense um, in this game. He's moving without the ball. Yep. Um, he got a big dunk, which got yep. him even more um, activated. And you just like to see um, you know, his motor. That is something that is contagious, and you, you bring that out if you're a backup guy. So um, good – Hunter Tyson um, yeah, well, game. Well, and it's not just the shooting, like you were saying. Like he was cutting. He had a lot of finishes in and around the rim where guys found him because he was wide open. He made the right cut at the right time. They were able to just drop it off to him. He got dunks. He just got like uh, little floater putbacks. And um, yeah, I hope he just fights a guy to start every game. It'd be awesome. <laughs> like, in hockey, like in hockey, where you just look at each other and you just immediately both drop the gloves. Yeah. Like, just to start off every game, he just finds some guy and like just says something like, Let's uh, 
let's settle this right now. Like, By the way, shout to our abs, man. 2-0 start. Hell rolling. Yeah, looking good. Unbelievable. They man. look actually awesome. I'm I, telling you, Ball Arena is special. I'm telling you, my real fear for the city of Denver is I don't know if they've put enough money aside for parade cleanup. Oh, man. It's <laughs> so true. It's going to be a real nightmare. Oh, it's a nightmare. By the way, team high, game high, plus 14 in this game. Plus seven. It was a plus fourteen. Yeah, I didn't refresh. I always Did do you this see thing single where game. Plus, yeah, yeah. You You were supposed to. Do <laughs> um, that. Yeah. Good job, Eric. So Hunter Tyson had the best offensive rating tonight. Would you guess who had the best defensive rating tonight? If we're gonna go single game plus minus, let's go all the way in. It was Peyton Watson when he was on the court tonight. Really? He played a decent amount of minutes. Again, I don't know if we can attribute it completely to him. He played twenty-one minutes tonight. Ninety-two point three defensive rating with him on the court tonight. Now. I didn't think necessarily he had a phenomenal game, but I'm curious what you guys thought. He goes three of eight. He had eight points, two rebounds, one assist, one turnover, was a plus 13. I'm pretty surprised by that, honestly. Like <laughs> Sometimes it just happens, man. Sometimes it just happens. Piwat, for me, had another game that left me a little bit like, ah, oh, he still looks pretty young. Yeah. Like He's still making some mistakes. He's still a little bit out of control at times. Like He still looks like maybe he's not quite in the right spot. Um but, you know, if you're talking about a guy that is there primarily probably to p play defense and the guy that he was defending just wasn't scoring, yeah. you know, sometimes like that stuff doesn't pop and it doesn't, you know, you don't really uh, see it until you like really try to look for it. But I mean, to my eye during that game, I was like, oh, man, like, come on, P-Watt, like pick it up a little bit. But I love that, you know. Probably deeply misleading stat you gave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does feel good, doesn't it? It feels really good. <laughs> Piwat? Uh, yeah, I, I think we've talked about this team as a guy, with, a team with even the young guys up and down the roster, most of them know what they're supposed to do and what they want to do. Mm. And I think Watson, as of right now, falls outside of that. And he's the youngest player on the roster, looks like it, and really the only player on this roster that you could describe as a project. So... I want to frame it all fairly. But Peyton, to me, looks like he's trying to figure out what he should do and where he should be, where so many other guys have a good sense of that. Particularly offensively, I just don't think he quite knows exactly what what he wants or is supposed to do. Defensively, I also think, too, the athleticism and the, the, pro, the physical profile are so outrageous. You see these awesome chase-down plays. I do think there's so, a ways to go in terms of just being in the right place in the first place defensively. He's blown by a little too easily, I think. There's a lot of erasing errors with his athleticism, and maybe as he gets older, it'll be about sort of preventing them from even you know being on the table. So he, he just looks he just looks raw to me, guys. He looks like a project, and that's that's okay, you know. That's not necessarily behind schedule, but I I would say of the guys we've seen so far, Peyton is is near the top of me for I have questions. Dev, would you be more surprised at this very moment to see Peyton Watson collect a DNP on opening night or Julian Strother? I would be more surprised to see Julian Strother based off of the preseason. You would like be a, more surprised to see him get a DNP? Yes. yes. Okay. I yeah. feel like he should be in the lineup right, right. now if they're just going off of preseason. Um, Peyton Watson just is underwhelming right now for me because I – while vote just talked about like you know not seeing the things like you you just don't see the 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 defensive 
prowess that you just expected. And also, I don't know what I expect from right. um, Peyton Watson, so I don't know what he expects from himself. I think that it looks like he wants to be this offensive guy, but he's been dinged as this defensive person the entire time, and he's trying to prove himself as an offensive guy. So this clearly says that he was a good defender tonight, but when I look at the game, I don't see effort like the entire time. I see guys blowing by him and him not trying to get back. I see a lot of screens on him where he's not fighting through or trying to get back into play. But on offense, he gives all that effort. He's playing extremely hard. He just doesn't know where to be at, you know, at the right time. So I want that energy to be either all the time or on defense where that's where you're going to get your minutes or that's what you're going to be. Or there should be just Malone or somebody come out and say, hey, he's not only a defender, he's going to be an offensive guy. So I could change my uh, mindset of how I view him. So I think it's a more of a me thing because I'm just expecting him to be all defense, all effort, all the time, and that's not what I'm seeing. I think you said the part that is most important to me, which is it doesn't always feel like he's going – like Christian Brown, you're always like, that guy's flying around. He's just always playing. Faku is the guy that was always dialed up to 110. I compared him in the offseason to Gerald Wallace. And again, this is like I'm kind of projecting what kind of player can it be. Gerald Wallace was a guy – that just was balls to the wall every second he was on the court, just like flying around. His nickname was Crash. He really was just like crashing around, playing like a maniac. To me, there's a little bit of, um, I don't want to say nonchalance, because that's too far. It's not quite nonchalant. If, if like chaotic, like balls Some to the wall is, is here. His strides are so big too, and Faku's like, and sometimes smooth players, like, you know, look like they're not going yep. hard because they have a smoothness to them. That being said, I do think his ticket to being in the NBA, especially this year, like getting off the ground in the NBA, is to be a guy that is kind of going harder than everyone else. Mm. I mean, think about how hard Bruce Brown played, right? Bruce Brown, part of his impact was that he just brought an energy. He brought an intensity to the game. I want to see in these next two preseason games, what is the limit for Peyton Watson? Does he have that in him? Does he have the ability to just kind of be going that hard? Because there are parts of his defense and his athleticism and stuff that can really make an impact I just feel like it doesn't make it to quite the degree that it needs to mm -hmm. for me to really think like, okay, that's a guy that's going to help the Nuggets win a championship this year. Right now, he looks like a guy that is still a project and <sighs> right. can maybe fill in here or there or whatever. You're going to have to be patient. To win a championship, you need him to be Gerald Wallace level speed. Yeah, the one thing I'm, I'm waiting for is I want to see him in a defined role with the same players night after night and sort of like, yeah. because, it, you know, when we've seen Peyton Watson look great, it's when when he's been complimentary. He's done those weak side blocks. He's been just sort of like a beast inside, and and has got given you a lot of like defensive. Um, I don't know, just prowess that you didn't necessarily anticipate. But when we've seen him look not the most promising was like in summer league and in preseason where he's allowed to freelance a little bit and like he's you know, kind of maybe doing a little too much at times uh, that, you, you know, like I, that doesn't speak to the effort part of it, but like, I don't even I think just it's low effort though. It's not, that's not it. It's that you have to be a, I so, just, sometimes you have to be a chicken with your head cut off. Like that's yeah. your role on the team. Bruce, that was part of Bruce's role. You just have to play like you're going crazy. I want him to have to play like that. Bring yeah. in intensity. I just want, I want to see him play in an environment where he knows exactly what he's supposed to do. I, one thing, I, my biggest note on him tonight is, you know, that five-man bench we really liked with the Yuggins and Zeke or, or configurations that looked like it. 
guys were eager not to try too much. The ball was moving. Yeah, and that's then it, true. it would swing to Peyton, and then it's dribble, dribble, dribble. A little a bit. A little bit. There was a little bit of a that A little bit to me of like, and it's not, I think he's thinking like, I got to make a play here. I'm supposed right. to be a playmaker. Um, and and I so you can just see some of that where I think maybe for the other guys, everything is a bit more decisive. Let's yeah. put it this way. Tonight, zero steals, zero blocks from Peyton Watson. Sometimes that just happens. It's just how it is. But to me, I want to see him, you know, kind of flying around. Those things will happen for him to me. That's the meat and potatoes of his game. What do Yoke say? He needs to do the things that nobody wants to do, right. nobody else on the team wants to do. I wouldn't say that he has been the best at that so far, and I think he has it in him to be that guy. So it's also three preseason games, and he's twenty. And he hasn't been bad. I want to make the yeah. point. He hasn't been. It's not that he has been bad. It's just that that's to me is what I kind of expected to see in this preseason, and I haven't seen it. And we got two more games for us to see it, and then I'll be, you know, I'll feel a lot better. Well, I mean, it, like to be fair to all of us, it's like coming into this preseason and this season in general it's like p watt is the guy that we've had our eye right, on like right. he is the one that right. is like we came in last year didn't you know christian got his opportunity to get minutes and actually contribute to the actual squad and now it's like okay p watt you know you're coming in as a project we know that but you're have the highest upside that we've seen in a long time calvin booth is absolutely enamored with this guy and it's so it's like okay like maybe let's start to see it a little bit more a little bit more and it's it's not that he has not yeah. impressed it's just like we were thinking that this would be the guy we were you know the comments are still gonna say why do you guys all think you're out on p or something <laughs> not out on. of p but like in a, in a world where julian strother just made it just knocked us all yeah. on our asses like i know, want that i want yes. that for yeah. p -Watt. i and want that same feeling just my last thing on it like i i want him to make mistakes because i think he's going to be a mistake like type player yeah i want him to just look like a madman the entire time right. like yeah. even if it's on offense like he really tried to take the rim off or on defense, he's like knocking everybody over. He's playing it like too hard. I think he's gonna hurt somebody. How hard he's yeah. playing? I just want to get to those where it doesn't look nonchalant. It doesn't look like he's just the coolest guy out there because athletically, he he has to be one of the best athletes on the team. I just want it to like project on, on the court. I want him to just do things that his body is allowing him to do, rather than it looks like he's just thinking the entire time he's out there and then just cool. Yeah. I don't want cool. Yeah, yeah. That's it. All right, we got a couple super chats I hear, Kale. Yeah. Let's take a look. Astray, not to be confused with ashtray, but I do want to <laughs> say it every time. Or ashtray. Ashtray. Astray, pretty early take, but it feels like Jokic has been a bit more open and outwardly compared to the last couple of years since camp and preseason started. I think, I think there's something to that. Well, ashtray. It's the, it's the season of Nikola Jokic. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to get that take out there. I just did. Yeah. TM. Damn it. How did you claim that? Yeah, I, I'm the official Jokic guy, by the way. Uh, SW2, I believe in Strother. See y'all soon, my guys. Uh, yeah. Our Ring night. Did. We, we did the draft of what we're most looking forward to this season. The homies. The homies, man. The homies. God damn. Josh Barnett from Down Under. I we're least looking forward to the season. <laughs> we're actually accent. not allowed in Australia. No. <laughs> they hate us. Him go. has risen. All-star lock for Maul. Hashtag what? The, Hashtag the, the year of the Jamal year Murray. Murray. We cracked the code. Hey, there we go. Man. I love the super chats. Jeremy <laughs> J-Rock, Mikhail, Jalen Pickett, Hunter Tyson, Jules Strother. Hashtag Cal New. Cal New. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This David is, W. I saw this. says, "This is to a beat." I'm a baller, like Strother, twenty inch blades on Impala, deep three, no rim tonight. Run back, yelling, "I'm him tonight!" Run, Run the, the chip, chip back, back, getting my, my lick, lick back. back. All right, I don't hit the highway. I gotta say, right. the, I gotta say, <laughs> what I do when reading that? There's gotta be a better way. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! The great brows. Was that practice yesterday? Love Julian and CB off the bench with P. Watt. Hell yeah. That's, that's a lot of length, man. That's a lot of length. A lot of length. Uh, hit that outro Dude, music. Length, only babies and NBA players are measured in length. Everyone else, <laughs> height. Yeah, so true. It's not height, it's length, baby. <laughs> Baby's born. You're like, what's the wingspan on that, Doc? <laughs> it's just like, how long is your baby? Yeah, 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 you're right. It is how long. It is only like, babies and NBA great observation. Doc, Thank you. Doc, does he have a chance of being a versatile defender in the league? <laughs> Can he switch? Tell me that. That's what I want. Man, we're we're a week now into the preseason. We're having so much fun. We got I, another week until I the actual on season. Believe how there's one more. Gordon at the at the oh! buzzer. Look at that. It's a fourteen dollar. King Gordon Jokic is getting ready to be forced to be a scorer. <laughs> be afraid. Uh, the, pick, I love, <laughs> the pick and roll is coming. I love forced to be a scorer. I love. I think Yoke might like scoring more than we let on. I think he might have got this like. He's he's developed a taste. For he's it. like. It make does this make two people happy? But screw that. I'm trying to be happy. <laughs> this game's always been about getting buckets. <laughs> I'm trying to get mine this offseason. I remember Carmelo Anthony once said he had really developed a taste for watches. <laughs> and then he became known as the watch guy He's in the time, NBA. Timepiece. Timepieces. Yeah, it was timepieces. When it's that expensive, you call but, it a timepiece. Yeah, time you piece. call it a timepiece. Uh, Yoke, I think, has developed a taste for scoring. I was the. Carmelo Anthony developed a taste for defense. Remember when Chris Paul developed a taste for the finals? He got addicted to it. <laughs> he was addicted. To it. I know that we don't. We actually don't call out like what a successful. It is a successful. Yeah. Just getting over that addiction. Yeah. Really Congratulations quick. to you, Chris really Paul. Quick. Good. Well done. Oh, the year of smuggets is so much fun. Oh yeah, we're looking down on this stupid league. <laughs> Folks, we're back tomorrow, three fifteen. And I gotta tell you, you know what's great about this week now, this week of shows, we have the tarot. The annual tarot oh reading. Oh my god, week. dude! Stakes have never been higher. And I don't know if I want to announce this yet. We'll announce it with a little bit more. But we have a very special guest coming on the show next Monday. A very special guest. Now blurt it out. It's, uh, we'll save it. We'll save it. Uh, it's gonna be a great OJ week of shows. It's time. Lock yourself back in. Also, guess what's coming out tomorrow? You know what's coming out tomorrow? There it goes. The season, the player previews. Oh, Every year yeah. we do our player previews, and we're starting hot tomorrow. Also, Jokic dropping on the timeline. Also, it's the year of announcements, is it not? Oh my gosh, so many announcements. Takeovers, man. Oh, that's right. Our takeovers are. Thank you. I I, I, I work for this company. I'm actually. You do. <laughs> uh, takeovers. God, we are offering the ability to buy a season pass. Oh, what a for great the takeovers. Idea. You can just buy like a membership. It's a membership, but you can just lock down a spot on every one of the takeovers right now at the beginning. Perhaps you're a person that does not have season tickets, uh, like me now. Like I gave them up uh, so I could be in this stupid show. Uh, and you want to go to many games of the Denver Nuggets. I believe we had five of them. You can buy your tickets yeah. right now and get onto the party bus all in one fail swoop. Uh, it's going to be delicious uh, like Julian Strother. It's a bundled discount, but diehards, you also get your diehard discount on top of that. Oh so my if you gosh, a double discount? On dieharding with us, just grab them all four at once. Discount, double check. Bundle discount, <laughs> discount, double check. Get your diehard discount on top of that, and that is a very 
very cost-effective way to get your vibes up during this Nuggets You guys, season. this is the post-championship year. You're going to want to order early. Things are going to sell out. That's yeah. just the way it works when you're the most popular team in town. Don't tell when. Everybody hit that like button on the way out. <laughs> Like the mayor, 